Democracy. 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 Für ein starkes Europa der Kulturen und Regionen, welches nicht European Democracy Lab Podcast from the Institute of European Democrats. What if hydrogen were to become the main energy source in Europe in 2050? The European Commission recently published a strategy to develop hydrogen energy. The aim is to encourage the production of clean hydrogen from renewable electricity and to make this clean hydrogen a viable solution to decarbonize various sectors of the economy. This ambition is in line with the objectives of the Paris Agreement, as stated by the Vice President of the European Commission, Franz Timmermans. Clean hydrogen is one of the top priorities in our energy uh, transition, and we will be investing a lot in uh, making clean hydrogen uh, part of our energy mix in the future. The goal is pretty clear, but first, let's take a look at what hydrogen is. It is the most abundant chemical element in the universe. It is a simple gaseous body that, for example, is found in the composition of water. Hydrogen is also found in hydrocarbons, such as oil and gas. Hydrogen is, however, not a direct source of energy, but rather an energy vector. It does not exist in a pure state. It must be produced. The question is whether we can produce hydrogen in Europe and if this can become the energy of the future for the European Union. To examine these questions further, we travel to Belfort in France to meet a member of the European Parliament, Christophe Crudeler, who has pushed hard for the development of this energy in his region and in the European Parliament. We will also head to Rome to meet Francesco Rutelli, President of the Institute of European Democrats, to ask why he thinks hydrogen is so important for the European Union as a whole. Christophe Crudeler, we are in Belfort, in France, the city where you were born, a city committed to industry and energy. In my family, in all the families of Belfort, we are all attached to this industrial My family and all the other families of Belfort are all attached to this industrial site which was built in 1878. In this valley of energy, we have been fighting since the 80s. There was the pile-pole fuel cell which has made it possible to make French technology universities work together. They have been able to cooperate to advance the fuel cell with good results. It proves that in Belfort, We have always been a pioneer in the energy field. Now, there are new types of energy arriving, in particular hydrogen. Hydrogen is becoming part of the energy mix here in Belfort, but does it also represent a significant economic value for your territory? In six months, there will be 100 million euros earmarked and invested in hydrogen. For hydrogen trains made by Alstom, hydrogen turbines made by General Electric, and startup projects in the field of heavy transport. Hydrogen can also be useful for buses, construction machinery and airport infrastructures. So there's really a lot of development, of course with Foresia and Symbio, which will develop hydrogen storage and engine projects. There are really many, many projects. But for now, 
We can say that in six months, 100 million euros will be invested in my region on hydrogen. I would now like to move to the European institutions where you serve as a member of the European Parliament. How is the issue of hydrogen being discussed in the energy debates at the European Parliament? I've been fighting for hydrogen energy since I was elected to the European Parliament. I'm vice coordinator of the Energy Industry Commission in the Parliament because I strongly believe in these themes. This new energy, hydrogen, has enormous potential. It's important to me that it is given every chance of success in Europe. This is what I hope for from the bottom of my heart. At the level of the European Parliament, we are practically all convinced of the interest in hydrogen. Okay, well, thinking about the 2050 Green Deal targets, what is your view of the recent hydrogen strategy presented by the European Commission? I think that the current projects are very good. The European Commission's project, European Hydrogen Alliance presented in July, is a good tool. Then there are the national hydrogen plants, which each country has started. They are investing billions as well. All of this will be coordinated with private investment. If a private company invests one euro, they will receive two more euros as aid from states and Europe. So they will be able to finance their projects. I think the current model is pretty good. I think we will be able to really develop with it. It's interesting that you raise the point about state and EU aid for the private sector. In your view, is this the right approach to encourage private investment in hydrogen? When you push new technologies, you have to help keep their prices low. It must be acceptable to end consumers for heating and travelling. If companies produce four times as much because of the overpriced hydrogen, they will be at a disadvantage compared to America, compared to Asia. We have to find a system so that the price of hydrogen is accessible to as many people as possible. All right, well, let's bring the conversation back to Belfort. How do you see the future of hydrogen developing in your region? My dream is that hydrogen will generate new development for the Belfort region because, without it, Belfort will have no future. Oil no longer has a future, for example. So we will have to find another fuel for traveling. I think that by 2030, 2040, 2050, we will have a real project that respects nature, that respects the environment with a real economic engine. The economic engine will allow us to draw people qualified in new professions in our territories, ensuring that energy independence of the European Union Hydrogen is a unifying element for Europe because it brings people together around the issues of traveling, heating and electricity production. Therefore, we need to have projects like that in Europe in which people can identify themselves and that empower local communities. This is the case for Belfort. Europe is not an enemy, it is an ally with these projects. It is Europe that will allow me to create more jobs at a local level in the future. Thank you, Christophe Crudler, for your thoughts on the importance of hydrogen, not only for Belfort and France, but for the whole of the European Union. Let's take a look at how hydrogen is being discussed in Europe by meeting with Francesco Rutelli in Rome. Mr. Rutelli, the Institute of European Democrats, which you chair, attaches great importance to hydrogen. Uh, 
In your view, does Italy share the same enthusiasm for hydrogen that we heard from Mr. Grudler in France? In France, there was a passage spectacular. In France, there has been a quite spectacular passage of 100 million euros in two years. France has gone from a few weeks to 7 billion euros and maybe more. There was a real acceleration. Here in Italy, a debate has started. The investments planned and the first draft of the recovery plan to restart the country. But things are still being debated, and I would very much like to discuss them with you. Because today, we really have to explain to people what hydrogen is, what potential does it have, and what are its challenges. And we need a contribution, reflections, training, dialogue. Now, you just said that we need a discussion on the potential of hydrogen, but also on its difficulties. So, what do you think are the strengths and weaknesses of hydrogen? Hydrogen is non-polluting, so it is perfect for a goal of decarbonizing production, society, transport, and our life on the planet. Because it is non-polluting and very abundant, its emissions are made of vapor and not carbon dioxide. That is an absolutely decisive thing. Since we have finally understood and hopefully decided to decarbonize the planet, we must save ecosystems through a profound restructuring of how our life on Earth is organized. Hydrogen could contribute to all of this. Of course, the two main problems are it is more expensive today and it is bulkier. When it comes to transporting hydrogen, it has a much lighter weight, but a much larger volume. It must be for the process in order to compress it and move it. Hydrogen is energy consistent with what Europe is today and what it can become. Today, France and Germany are leading the way with their policies. I hope we will be able to say the same about Italy too. At the same time, Europe has to lead the way. The European will in this regard is critical to changing the situation. The Green Deal has now been signed, and I think it's an absolutely positive thing. Why? Because we have the money, we have the possibility of making investments, and that is crucial. This is exactly the time to invest. Energy self-sufficiency is crucial as well. Energy self-sufficiency is the strategy and the very condition in order to become a major player on the world stage. So let's just step back for a minute to look at the political and historical development of Europe. Um, we can see that energy has always played a pivotal role. Do you think hydrogen can be part of this energy dynamic going forward. Europe started with coal and steel and at the same time with the atom. 
It was another era, but after the war, it granted us energy self-sufficiency. Today, the tool is the Green Deal. It won't just be hydrogen. It will be a strategy that must also focus on nuclear fusion, which remains on the horizon, but could be decisive. And other renewable resources as well can lead to efficiency. These are transformative goals today. Because reducing emissions by 55% by 2030 and achieving emissions parity by 2050 is revolutionary. On that matter, we will see if the Biden administration will be our ally. The global war will be increasingly focused on rare earth minerals. It is very important to also have the tools for the processes involved in this sector. Non-polluting hydrogen can be a cog in the engine of this revolution to decarbonize the major polluting industry and transportation. It's the way to lead these great changes in Europe. Now, you mentioned that climate change goals are transformative and that hydrogen plays a key role in this change. In your view, is there a case for an integrated European hydrogen sector? It must be integrated. It is not hydrogen itself alone that will make the change. Without the ambitious strategy that we have talked about today, we are not going anywhere. You also have to learn from past mistakes. For example, renewable photovoltaic energy is going to be bought and sold around the world. We have to strengthen our production capacity because we will not have a green deal without green jobs. We will not have the green revolution without work and labor protection in a non-protectionist way, but in an innovative way. Products such as hydrogen in the medium term and all the initiatives we are targeting in the European Green Deal will be a game changer. This requires a Europe with a shared political will. That is the reason why the Institute of European Democrats has pushed for a debate and proposals on this. Europe will be more politically integrated. I do not know if, as Macron said a few weeks ago, we will be more sovereign-oriented. But it could be possible. L'Europe aura son autorité au niveau international si elle aura un soft power. Europe will have authority on an international level if it has soft power, strategic capacity, and energy self-sufficiency. If it keeps working in a direction of innovation and not just conservation of a world that no longer exists. Francesco Rutelli, thank you very much for talking to us. So now we return to our question at the start. What if hydrogen were to become the main energy source in Europe in 2050? Hydrogen provides clean and sustainable energy to the European Union, which could help us achieve greater energy autonomy.
This in turn might provide member states with a driver towards greater economic and even political integration. What is clear, however, is that developing this technology will support a sustainable energy industry that is part of the Green Deal and creates jobs in Europe. If you're interested in this topic, you can watch the video documentary produced by the IED. You can find it on the IED website. The European Democracy Lab podcast is a series by the Institute of European Democrats, a think tank and political foundation financed by the European Parliament. You can find more about this podcast and learn about our activities on the website www.iedonline.eu. Thank you.